him for your own life. Thank him for your husband. Thank him for your wife. Thank him for your children. for your awesome presence. We thank you for what you are about to teach us. We pray the Lord. Your hand will be in the service. We pray that your power will be in the service. We pray the Lord. You will visit us in a strange way. You move in us by your word. Your hand will touch us through your word. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a clap and please take your seat. Hallelujah. We have an internet church and I want you to go there and share the message and share the page. Copy the link. Don't just share copy the link and drop it in groups whatsapp groups facebook groups that is when you can effectively reach people don't just go and share copy it update your status on whatsapp it reach more people than just going on your page and sharing hallelujah so this morning i'm touching on the subject the abraham kind of faith the abraham the abraham kind of faith. Genesis chapter 12 I read from 1 to 4. Genesis chapter 12 from 1 to 4. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and thy father's house 
unto a land that I will show thee. I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shall be a blessing. Follow the teaching. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee. That means I will deal with those who fight with you. That means I will deal with those who oppose you. That means I will deal with your enemies. Watch this verse. I'll connect it at the end of the teaching. And in these shall all families of the earth be blessed. Watch that phrase also. So watch. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. And then in these shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Watch this particular verse. Now look at the verse 4. Let's read it together. One, two, go. It's okay. So Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken to him. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him. Give me four versions for this particular verse quickly. Fast start preaching. So Abraham left just as God said. Another verse. So Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed. When Abraham was 75 years old, he started out from Haram as the Lord. Come on now. As the Lord had told him to do. Move to the next version. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him. So I want something to ring in your head. So the movement of Abraham was based on one thing. What God has said to him. I'm talking about the Abraham kind of faith. It means that the activity of Abraham was premised on what God had instructed him. Not what his traditional father has said. Not what his biological father has said to him. But Abraham made a move based on the word of God. Based on where God is based on where God had directed, based on what God had instructed. This is the man we are talking about. This man makes movement based on the word of God. So when you are singing Abraham's blessings are mine, you must bear in mind that this is the kind of man we are talking about. A man that moves when God has instructed. The Bible did not indicate that Abraham announced it to anyone or Abraham told anyone. The Bible did not indicate. The Bible didn't tell us that Abraham went around discussing what God has said to him with anybody. But the Bible said, so Abraham departed as the Lord has instructed. Faith. Faith. 
is not normally what we think. Many of us think we are walking in faith, but I'm, I'm sad to announce to you that you are walking in a presumed faith. You are presuming that you are walking in faith. But faith is not a ghost. Faith is not an air. Faith is not an imagination. But faith is a substance. It means that faith is tangible. Faith is something that is, is, is known. If a man is walking in faith, we will know. If a woman is walking in faith, you will know. Faith is not in ambiguity. It's not an idea. Faith is a being. Faith is a spirit. Faith is a way of life. Faith is a personality. And I pray in the name of Jesus, as we walk through the month of activated faith, nobody here will be left behind. Nobody here will be left behind. Because your destiny color is directly connected to your faith whatever you can have in the kingdom is connected to your faith the stronger your faith the more exposed you are to the glory of God so when Abraham received the instruction from God he didn't go and deliberate with anyone the word of God entered into Abraham and consumed him, arrested him, and began to move him according to the word of God. When you come to church and I'm preaching, when you read the Bible and God is speaking to you, when you hear the word of God and God is speaking to you, the Abraham kind of faith is that faith that picks the word of God and moves with it without compromise. I'm preaching. Faith is not just saying things. But faith is committing yourself to what God has said. Committing yourself to what God has said. Committing yourself to what God has instructed. And what God has commanded. After you have done them then saying it becomes a channel of blessing. We are only used to saying when it comes to faith. I believe I'm, the, I'm, not, I'm a rich man. I'm a billionaire. The young billionaire. The billionaire preacher. <laughs> I am dusted. I cannot be poor. It's good to say those things. It's nice. But faith is not just talking. Faith is not just saying, but faith is committing to what God has commanded you. So if you say it and you don't commit to the word, you don't have faith. It's easy to say. Even the devil said it. The devil said it. He was quoting scriptures back to Jesus when he was tempting Jesus. <laughs> so saying it is different. But committing to, even demons know that Jesus, they believe in Jesus, that Jesus is the son of God. But they cannot commit 
to submitting to the authority of Christ. So saying it does not prove faith. But committing to what has been said, committing to what has been instructed by God is when we see faith in action. Follow the teaching. I'm praying that somebody's notes on faith will be revised in the month of February. Now, so God came to Abraham. The first command that God gave to him, we have just seen it in Genesis chapter 12. It didn't end there. God comes to him again in Genesis chapter 17, verse 11 to 13. So it means when you are in a relationship with God, he will always come to you with demands. I'm coming. He will always come to you with demands to take their relationship to the next level. So the first encounter we saw directly between Abraham and God was in Genesis chapter 12. Now Genesis chapter 17 verse 11 to 13. The Bible said, And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin. So God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, I know you are old. You are about 99, but you've got to uh, circumcise yourself. If you are going to walk with me in this covenant I'm cutting with you, the detail of the covenant which will bring the blessing and which will cause me to curse those who curse you and which will cause you to become a blessing to all the families of the earth. Ah, you got to circumcise yourself and not only that, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. Verse 12. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. Every man child in your generation, he that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger which is not of thy seed verse 13 he that is born in thy house and he that is bought with thy money but needs to be circumcised or must needs to be circumcised and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant so God comes to Abraham again the beginning of our Christianity began with this interaction between God and Abraham. So God comes, I want you to circumcise yourself, not only you, but anybody that comes in your family, in your bloodline, when he's eight years old, circumcise him. And any male, be it servant, be it whatever, so far as they are in your house, I want you to circumcise them so that it will be a covenant between you and I. Now, let's see what Abraham did. Genesis 17, 23 to 24. And Abraham, someone said the Abraham kind of faith. Say the Abraham kind of faith. I see that faith coming alive in you. I said, I see that faith coming alive in you. I see that faith coming alive in you. In the month of February, may your faith come alive. May the Abraham kind of faith be found in you. Somebody shout, I have it. And Abraham took Ishmael, his son, and all that were born in his house. Can you see the detail? Did you see the detail of the commandment? And now we are going to see the detail of the answer or the, the obedience or the response. 
the de- when God is giving you an instruction, He doesn't say it in ambiguity. He doesn't say it in confusion. It's a clear trumpet. So He said, and Abraham took Ishmael, his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the self same day the same day God gave the instruction the same day the instruction was executed what instruction from God are you delaying on obeying what scriptures have you found are you delaying on obeying? It is not the kind of Abraham's faith. The Abraham's faith, when he picks the instruction, he obeys it to the letter. Am I helping somebody? You see, you, you can be called a Christian and never have any quality of a Christian, just the name a Christian. You look, there are some generations of billionaires. When you see them, they don't look like the billionaire. I'm teaching you something today. Foreskin in the same day, same self day, as God has said unto him, verse 24. And Abraham was 90 years old and nine. So 99 years when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. 99. God is, the Bible is so interesting. If you don't take it, when you are reading the Bible and you read this two, it will make sense to you. Why would God add that one that he was 99 years when he was circumcised? Because at 99 years, number one, the man is working in common sense. He has seen all the faces of life. Number two, there were so many excuses for him not to be circumcised. Oh, uh, another man must not see the nakedness of uh, an elderly man because it's tradition. The traditions of his father could have stopped him from obeying what God has said. Most of us, we put the traditions of our fathers, our hometown, so you go to the hometown, food that has been dedicated to God, you eat it and you say it is tradition. You put it above your Christian belief, not knowing that you are battling with two beliefs. He could have said, oh, Eja, Abraham, you can't do this. At this your age, please. We, we, and somebody circumcised him. He said he was circumcised, he was. There were health reasons why an old man should not get a cut. Because at that age, they have, they are predisposed to so many diseases. He could have bled to death. But Abraham threw away all the logical reasons and held on to the word of God. Obeyed the word of Half obedience is disobedience. We are, look, look, the reason why, Lucy, the reason why many of us are struggling to, to enter into the glory is because though we are obeying, it's an incomplete obedience. An incomplete obedience is near disobedience. 
Are you here? Obedience is when you take the word or the command or the instruction. I send you to Sakumono Estate. Okay? You get to Fridays and you stop. Though you are near to Sakumono Estate, you did not obey the instruction. Half obedience is disobedient. I know I won't get a clap, but I'm preaching. There must be instant obedience to God's word if we will see the blessings of God. Some of us, you see, this year I've not taught on first fruit, so some of us have forgotten. Some of us, you've heard the teaching on love, you've heard the teaching on prayer, you've heard the teaching on tithing, you've heard teachings on giving, teachings on serving God. Oh, I will serve God next year. I will serve God five years time. I will serve God. Listen to me. There was a gentleman that came here on the last day of flaming Otters. I saw him outside. I shook him. I nearly hugged him. I gave him an elbow. But as I'm talking to you right now, he is in the mortuary of Kolebu. He's dead. You don't know what tomorrow will bring to you. You say tomorrow, I'll do this. Tomorrow, I'll do this. Tomorrow, I'll do this. I'm here to tell somebody you got to begin to serve God now. Obey God now. Take the commandments of God and begin to work with it because the earlier the better. Instant obedience commands the blessings of God over your life. Tomorrow is not promised. Obey God to the latter. Obey God. Abraham's kind of faith is not a talk talk faith. Talk talk. Talk talk faith. <laughs> and too many of us are talk talk Christians. How do these big, 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 big teachings? Big, big declarations. <laughs> My feet are above the clouds of this. And Abraham's faith is an act act. It's an action, faith. Doing what God has said. Ha. Pastor, but we didn't know faith was like this. So we thought faith was... Oh, oh. Hmm. Faith is work. That's why the Bible says, faith without work is dead. Oh, I said it and it came to pass. You see, anybody that says something and it comes to pass... He has done his part of the covenant. Haven't you realized how many times you have said things that hasn't come to pass? You tell me, you, you be frank with me. You, the, the light went off in your house too. No, you went to stand by the meter. I command you, come now. How many hours were you there? So they came to carry you away and nearly took you to psychiatry. Because they thought you were mad. Anybody you see say go and it goes. Come and it comes. Bind and it binds. The person has fulfilled a commandment God gave to him. Everybody here, there is a commandment that God gave to you. If just becoming a Christian puts things on your table, like most of us will not be here. 
I'm telling you, like the things that will be on your table. Hey, Rolls Royce. Some of you, if you are driving Rolls Royce, you you will stop serving God. I'm telling you. Yeah, if you were driving Rolls Royce. I heard a lady say she she it drives Range Rover. So if you are coming to chase her, you must use something higher. <laughs> Some of us, if we were staying in Trasaco, we would never pray in tongues. Some of us. If you are running a company that gave you 15,000 Ghana City a day, you will stop serving God. Some of us, the Abraham kind of faith. Is an act act. When God begins to promote people, they forget their basis in the church. They forget who they are. Because we are talk talk. Talk talk. So a believer becomes a politician and he becomes a liar. And over 80% of politicians are called Christians. The Abraham kind of faith must begin to emerge in me, in you, in you, in you. And very soon, if these sons of Abraham begin to step on the surface of the earth, there will be a shift in every institution of the nation and the world. I pray for you. I pray for you as a professional. I pray for you as an engineer, as an architect, as a doctor, as a nurse, as a pharmacist, as a businessman. I pray that you begin to walk in the Abraham kind of faith. Somebody shout, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. We have too many talkatives in church and few doers. Many hearers, few doers. Many talkatives. Big, big things. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Come, let's go for evangelism. Shout. Where from that love is talk, talk. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. You don't pay your tithe. You don't give. You don't love. You don't even love your enemy, your, your, your neighbors. Let alone your enemy. Your enemy there doesn't come in. No. You have bottled him and thrown him into the sea. And you have made the fattest shark sit on him. You, you, you are not even loving your own neighbor. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. No action. Gossip about people. I love you, Lord. No. Something is staring up in me right now. And I feel it staring up in somebody right now. May you begin to walk in the Abraham kind of faith. In the name of Jesus. Action-based faith. It's what produces the blessings of God from God's word. Action. Action. How many of us have begun preparing our first fruit for the Lord in 2021? It has not crossed your mind. If you always need to be reminded of your covenant responsibilities, then it will take a long time for you to remind heaven of your covenant blessing. need to be motivated to pray if 
you are still here and you need in fact we are going to organize holy ghost baptism we are going to organize classes for prayer we are going to start teaching certain things because with this this theme of fruitfulness is no joke if you're a lazy man you are out no slothful person deserves to be fruitful any lazy man that becomes fruitful is a witch No, you're a witch. Where did you get the fruitfulness from? This fruitfulness. It's not, it, it, it is just like be restless to be blessed. That's the meaning. Be restless to be blessed. That is fruitfulness. Yeah. Third is practical obedience to the commandments of God to you in order to commit God to deliver on his promise. Hmm. Are, you, are you here with me? You have to do. Oh, pastor, you know, faith. <laughs> we are not saved by works. I'm not talking about salvation here. Even in salvation, you have to do something. Should I prove to you? You have to do something. You see, faith does not work in emptiness of heart. There is always an action that demonstrates that there is faith. The woman had to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. The blind people by the road, when Jesus was passing, they had to shout, Oh, have mercy on me, son of David. And the multitude told them to shut up. The Bible said, the more they told them to shut up, the more they screamed, have mercy on me. Reverend John said that the shout of the people was an expression of their faith. And when you look at John chapter 3 verse 16, your faith did something. Your faith, he said, he said, for God, look at the scripture. You know it, but look at the scripture. You know it. Unbelievers know this. So you see, the difference between an unbeliever and the believer is not an intellectual knowledge of scriptures, but it is a heart of commitment to God based on the scriptures they know. So the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever the condition comes in, your faith, your salvation is indirectly connected to a condition. Whosoever believeth in him. So before you can be saved, you must do something. What are you supposed to do? Believe in him. Give the Lord a clap of it. We are saved by grace through faith. But we are blessed by the obedience of our lives to the word of God. That is the only way that we can see the blessings of God. Yeah. Obedience is the stronghold of our faith. If I can just get one person who will enter into that space of absolute obedience to God's word, I'm done for today. I'm done. Obedience is our stronghold of our faith. First Samuel. Chapter 15, verse 22. God place the pleasure of God is to see us walk in obedience, not in new suits, not in new cars, not in new houses, not with new marriages, not with children. Not the pleasure of God is to see his son or daughter walking in obedience to his word. 
The Bible said that, and Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. As in obeying the voice of the Lord. Many marriages are suffering because they didn't hear the voice of God. And some heard the voice and threw it away. Because they want reality. Pastor Jaisa, I want a fine. Pastor, you are you are a tall, slim, nice guy. Why are you telling me to my day? Short man. You have a short man as a president. <laughs> we don't hear the voice of God. And when we hear, we disobey. Because it doesn't make sense. And if you are still waiting for God to make sense to you, huh? are you with me, somebody? He said, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken is far better than the fat of rams. To hearken. Am I preaching to somebody? Believing without obedience is hypocrisy in religion. Religion hypocrisy. Believing without obedience. You see, your service to God, Dan, your service to God, what makes it attractive to God is serving in obedience, not what we see. What, what God sees is the obedience part of our service. The obedience part. Man doesn't see that one because all we see is that you girls, you guys are singing. You guys are playing. But it's not, God doesn't look at what you do. But why you do what you do. Are you here? We will look at the, what you do. But what provoked you to do what you are doing? Is it competition? Is it to be seen? Is it to prove a point? Only God knows. And may your glory on earth not be greater than your glory in eternity. You did not hear that. I said, may our glory on earth not be greater than our glory in eternity. Come on, give the Lord a clap offering somebody. Yeah. Hypocrites have greater glory on earth than in eternity. I pray that when we get to eternity after many years and I meet you, I'll be glad I met you. I'll be glad I pastored you and you'll be glad that I was your pastor because we would have glorified Jesus in our destinies and the rewards of heaven will be so evident. Come on, celebrate God with a good clap offering somebody. Until you do what you claim you believe, your faith is fake and empty. Until you do what you claim you believe, your faith is fake and empty. For example, a man cannot love his wife and then the marriage breaks. It's not possible. You didn't hear that. I will spend some two minutes on that one. A man cannot love his wife as Christ loves the church as instructed in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25. And then for the marriage to fail. No, never. 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 
Never. Never. You can, a man cannot love his wife as Christ loved the church and for the marriage to fail. Marriage failure is a love failure of husbands, not even wives. I'll prove to you. Yes, us as his children. And Daniel, there are so many things you've done that if God should look on it and determine his relationship with you, he should have divorced you long time by the love of the Father. The love. So, when husbands who have been put in the shoes of Christ in their marriages who are the heads of the family will love as commanded in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 to love the wife as Christ loved the church no marriage but because we are human beings sometimes it's difficult to connect that but that is the word of the Lord and the Abraham kind of faith will stand by that word until God departs or parts the two of you. I pray, I pray that grace will come on you for you to walk the Abraham kind of faith. Somebody shout, I receive it and I have it. You let me move on. I'm not doing a marriage seminar. Let me do 10 minutes and I'm done with the message. By doing what God has commanded, you put God to action in your life. By doing what God has commanded, you put God in action in your life. Genesis chapter 22 verse 1 to 5. Let's speed up. I can't end the sermon without letting you see something. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here am I. God never tests people he has not dealt with. If God is not testing your faith, then God doesn't know you. Kabaduzaya. Hey, 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 pastor, where did you go? And what are you saying? <laughs> go and come again if God is not testing your faith you have never seen God test your faith then God doesn't know you and you don't know him you see it started from Genesis chapter 12 Genesis chapter 17 and now Genesis chapter 22 God moves the thing from commandment to a test it's no more commandment. It's, not, no, it's no more instruction. Now, in the context,
test of this instruction, God calls it a test. Because it is in Abraham passing this test eh, that Genesis chapter 12 verse 3 will be established. There are every promise of God will only manifest in your life when you pass the test that connects to that promise. You see, is when you shout, I receive it in church, it's good. It's just, it's a statement of faith. But the substance of faith is established by your obedience. By your obedience. By your obedience. So the Bible said, let me read through to verse 5. And he said, take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac. Because if God doesn't emphasize it like this, whom thou loveth, Abraham will go and take Ishmael and go and kill him. But God said, take your son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou loveth. If God is giving you instructions, Sammy, don't do it halfway. Because God, when he's giving instructions, he gives details. My your son, Isaac, whom thou loveth, and get thee into the land of Moriah. And offer him there for me as a burnt sacrifice. I'm sure at this point Abraham knew that yes, this thing is a real test. Burnt offering. For the first time, we are going to hear that God, a human being, is going to be a, to become a burnt offering. It was Christ in motion. It was Christ in motion. Oh God, help me to finish this. And offering us a bit upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee, verse 3. It means that when God gives you an instruction, there will be another instruction in the instruction. <laughs> hey. That is why the Bible said, you should love the Lord with all your heart. Oh, not some. Because if all is for him, at any time you can hear him, you can perceive him, you can be led. If you miss the leadings of the spirit, you are likely to miss a blessing. Love the Lord with all your heart, with, with, with all your soul, and with all your mind. With all your mind. That means intellectually. That is why I want you to go to school and become big people. Become big people and use your intellectual power to serve God. Lift your hand and pray that God help me to develop my spiritual life, my intellectual life, and my emotional life to give you glory. Because of time, verse 5. Verse 5, just jump me to verse 5. And he said, and Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the axe, and I and the lad will go and will go yonder and worship and again and come again to you. The Abraham kind of faith is born out of worship, not worship, but service a sense of belonging a sense of connection 
faith that is born out of worship is the faith that will produce blessing. A faith that is born, eh, me too, I want to marry some. So I'm taking this 5,000. God, let me marry some. I'm telling you, you just wasted money. But a faith, you see, Abraham understood something. That if God is asking for my son, he will not leave me to be disgraced. Let me give him my son. It's it's total surrender of my life. Nothing of me is hidden from God. If God is asking for the son he first gave to me, let him have it. It's born out of worship. Whatever you are doing for God, let it be born out. Because faith is born out of worship. And your faith will determine the level of your worship. Yeah. There are some of you, God will never come and ask you for your Isaac. He knows you can never pass that test. That is why when you see a man in his blessing, in his glory, never, never be envious of him. Because if God has sent you the test he sent to that man, you would have failed. You would have failed. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure the mothers, some of the mothers, oh God, I can't finish. I'll make sure I finish in the second service. I'm sure some of the mothers that came up in Israel, when they saw Prophet Samuel ministry, they'll be like, oh, I wish he was my son. <laughs> oh yeah. I wish. Yes. How do I know? The daughter of Pharaoh, when he saw the baby Jesus, the baby Moses, he said, oh, beautiful boy. He, she adopted him immediately. There are some people in Israel who saw Samuel. Because the great, if Samuel appears, God has appeared. You think people will not desire him to be their brother or uncle or father or son? Some of the mothers, I'm focusing on the mothers because it was the test of Hannah. But they didn't know that Hannah, they didn't know what Hannah went through. They didn't know that Hannah had to pay the price. They didn't know Hannah had to bear shame for years. They didn't know. Some people who will see Job in his um, latter days, in his ending, as God has doubled his blessing, they will say, I connect to this grace. I connect to this grace. When they see Job passing with the fleet of cars, I connect to this grace. They didn't know that Job lost everything. And in the midst of it, Job never, never, never curses God. When the Bible says, and Job did not curse his God, that means Job did not deny his God to serve other gods. His skin was rotten. He was sick. He got infected. He got damaged. When the friends came to see Job, they didn't recognize him because his skin has become black. A rich man. He couldn't afford any antibiotic to help him. But in that, the Bible said, Job said, though he slays me, yet will I praise him. That is the Abraham kind of thing. I'm praying for you that in February, you will learn something that will help you for the next 70 years of your life. Give the Lord a clap and rise up on your feet, somebody. Let me give you that scripture. Give me verse 15 of this. 
as your hands are lifted, look at the scripture. We are looking at 15 and 18. He said, and the angel of the Lord, 15 and 15, verse 16. But let's read 15 to 16 quickly. 15 to 16. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time to God began to speak and said by myself have I sworn say at the Lord for because thou hast done thou hast done what this thing thou hast obeyed this commandment because thou hast wished because thou hast said no Abraham did not go around some of you small prophecy I went to church and the Lord, the prophet spoke. He mentioned my name. I know I'm a great man. Since you got that message 20 years ago, you are still telling us, you know, there's a prophecy about me that I'll be a man of God. You are sitting in the beer bar. You, are, you know there's a prophecy about you. I'll be a man of God. I'll be a great man. I'll be a man of God. 20 years, 30 years, it will never come to pass. Until the Bible said, it said, because you have done this, because you have done this, and has not withheld thy only son. Look at the verse 18. Your two hands lifted. It's a submission to the scripture. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because thou hast obeyed my voice. Some of us, our greatest problem is obeying the voice of God. I want you to pray in two minutes that Lord help me, help me to obey your word at any time, at any opportunity. Lift your voice and pray. Help us obey you, Lord. Help us obey you, Lord. Help us obey you, Lord. Give us the faith like Abraham that obeyed your word to the letter in the name of Jesus. 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 Shadalamahayas. I want you to pray as we prepare for the communion. Say the name of Pray. The Lord give me the hands to obey your word.